Thank you guys for tuning into the third episode of Keebcast. Today we're going to talk about things like different types of switches and talk to you guys a little bit about how to buy things secondhand off of things like mech market, what to look for, what you should avoid, and all that fun stuff. Today I have Alex and Reagan with me once again. We're going to start off by talking about switches and stuff. So Alex, do you want to go ahead and get us started with different types of switches there are? Yeah, for sure. Um, There's a few different types of switches. There's tactile, there's linear, and there's clicky, uh, as well as there's silent switches of, you know, tactile and linear as well, which I am not a fan of personally. And that's the fun part, personal preference. Now, tactile switches will have a bump to give you some sort of feedback as you're typing. And then you get the typical thockiness of the keycap bottoming out. What are common tactiles? Common ones. Well, I mean, everyone's probably heard of MX Browns by Cherry. That's my starter Um, for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people's starters. And then another really popular one at the moment are Holy Pandas, which probably my favorite ones too. Okay. Uh, Linear would be the next switch, which is basically going to be a straight down, no bump, no nothing. Uh, you're just going to hear the bottoming out of the keycap as well as the a little bit of an actuation uh, in the actual stem as well, hitting the housing. Uh, and then sometimes you can actually hear the crinkling of the spring if it's a bad spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I say bad, but just if it's not a spring that's, uh, you know, not the not the greatest. Famous linears would be like reds, correct? Yeah, so reds would be really, really popular. Um, Gateron Black Inks recently. Okay. Uh, Telios are another ones, you know, and then we also have the new, the new, uh, the new hotness, which is going to be the Tifu creams. <laughs> the Tifu. Uh, and then the, we have click- novelty creams, which is yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we have clickies. Clicky switches are going to have a click bar inside of them, which is just like a click mechanism, which make those really like loud clickiness, uh, which are like MX Blues, uh, Jades are another really popular. Your box whites. I actually had jades too that they're really, really loud when you click them. They're they're fantastic feeling. So Chase, um, I'm sure I, I'm sure me and Reagan already know a little bit about this, but uh, what do you know about manufacturers for right now? Kind of a, what's your standpoint on who makes these switches? Well, I know that for a long time, Cherry was the go-to switch uh, or switch maker, I guess. Um, but now I know there's a, a lot of new switch manufacturers that seem to be popping up pretty much on a weekly basis at this point. But I think the popular ones would be still Cherry, Gateron, Kale, uh, Zeal, which I think you were saying earlier is actually manufactured by Gateron, but it's Zeal's materials and mm-hmm. everything like that. Their uh, designs. Well, uh, not, not the design, but like some of their tooling and stuff like that too. Okay. But other than that, did I miss any? Did I say Kale? I think I did. You did. Okay. And I don't know of any others other than that. There's a lot of smaller ones too. Like there's also some older ones as well. But I think that kind of covers the more popular switches without going into too much detail about manufacturers. So I think I think that's a good starting point. And then if people are interested in other switches and other manufacturers and even older switches. So for example, some of the older clicky ones used to have like buckling springs and uh, click leafs, which I believe 
I think, don't quote me on it, I think the new Zeal switch is actually a click leaf, um, which is a little different than a click bar, from what I understand. I have to look more into that. But there's different styles of older switches, so I think that's a good starting point to kind of get the ball rolling if you're interested in manufacturers and older types of switches. So what's, uh, what are you guys looking at? Reagan, actually, what are you looking forward to for switches, or what's your favorite switch right now? So the build that I recently did uh, was using the Tilios V2. A big fan of linear. I was a diehard brown person just because that was all I was ever exposed to. I managed to type on some reds and I was like, oh, the linear, you know, the standard switch with no bump at the end of the actuation actually feels really nice. And like I was saying, I think maybe in the last podcast, just super buttery. Like it just has such a nice feedback. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, what Oromec is, is sending me right now because I'm going to be doing a build with that this week. Um, yeah. so I'm going to lube those up and, and see what those feel like. That should be pretty nice. I definitely want to get some browns though. Like, uh, not, not some browns, but, uh, rather some, like some other tactiles other than browns. You'd like holy pandas. I think that's like a, a fan favorite of a lot of people, but the Oromec ones are, are really buttery. Like I, I really, really like those. I really like those a lot. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward. I definitely want to try, um, blacks to the inks. Um, my friend Brandon just did a build with the inks, and they feel really nice. Yes, they have a nice sound profile to them too, which is actually another really fun part about switches is, for the most part, um, most linears feel the same, in my opinion. Most linears feel very smooth when you put some crytox in them, but sound profiles, depending on the material, the housing... Kind of sound the same. Other stuff, uh, not sound the same per se, but they all have different, like... Uh, Baseiness to them or like some sharpness so every switch a little different in sound profile in my opinion and then sure. the other factor is what board you're putting it in what key caps you know how, how you're mounting room it. does exactly yeah lots of different things and then but, what material the case is for like sound exactly, resonation yeah. yeah 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 and that's but, why but, i'm excited for like chan chan's build uh yeah. chandler no that that's gonna be sick i bet that's gonna have a nice sound whatever switch you put into it the new one that he's making with the mm-hmm. uh newer gaskets and stuff yeah it's gonna be nice Oh yeah, man! I'm excited. I'm very excited. The five twelve already sounds really good. Well, five one two, as you. Yeah, that's how. Don't mess it up, man. That's how five, we say it. We say it. The five one two. One two, baby. <laughs> what about you, Chase? I started out using reds for a, a long time. I was using reds on pretty much any keyboard I had, and then I, I guess, like six months ago, I switched over to browns to give them a shot because they. I, that's all I was hearing about everywhere was everybody was talking about how browns are like the go-to switch or how everybody really likes browns. So I gave them a shot uh, going from linear to tactile. And now I'm really excited. I've got some Zelios V2s coming in. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure those are also tactiles. Yep. And I've heard they're pretty close to browns, just a little bit... Uh, a little nicer, I'd say, probably in my opinion. Yeah, a little nicer. I've heard it's just a better switch overall. Um, so I'm really excited for those to come in. And I've got those coming in pre-lubed, actually. I think one of the commissions I'm doing for uh, the Honeyboard, the HB60, that should be coming in the next week or two, I believe the gentleman who wants that done is actually sending me some Zilio switches, too. So I'm, I'm excited to finally actually get to to try and lube those. So that should be fun. Just remember that's because it's a tactile switch. You probably want to use something not as thick as Crytox. It's not impossible to do with Crytox, but I recommend like Tribosis well, three. Like you were saying last time, there's different lubes and different styles yeah. of lubing per switch. 
Now, yeah. can we talk about the fact that you are accepting commissions? Oh, yeah. Um, for the time being, it's probably going to be like slower just because I need to get everything kind of in order. Um, but if you guys do have boards you want done, definitely, definitely hit me up, Alex Otos, or just find me on my Discord. Um, what I probably won't do to start, just because I've already gotten a whole bunch of these and it's hard sourcing things. If you guys want opinions or anything on like how to get things done or like what to buy, um, I can try to help you guys as best as I can. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of a lot of uh, off the shelf like high end cases available at all the time, all, all times you know during the day. So if you guys do want something, I can help you guys, you know, steer you guys in the right direction. But I won't. I won't be able to shop for everybody, unfortunately. I think if you're trying to get ideas, you should definitely check out Alex's Discord server. There's plenty of people in there that would be willing to help you with that. Yeah, and everyone's very friendly. That's a really good place for that type of thing to piece something mm -hmm. together. Yeah, guys, that's that's really it. That's um, it's kind of what I'm doing with the commission stuff. I'm super excited about it, just because I think uh, I think there's gonna be some cool boards I get to do on stream, uh, which is cool content, and we can just have a blast. I know. Uh, there's a few people who who watch me in my stream who clip literally everything. I think they actually started a Google Excel spreadsheet or some sort of not Excel spreadsheet, but Google Sheets about uh, all, every time I mention the word lube, like any sort of context, they make it into a meme, which is kind of exciting. So I get to look back and cringe at every single time and be like, oh, yeah, this needs some more lube. Oh, I can't get it in there. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, they no. they definitely they definitely uh, killing me with that stuff. So like, Alex, you gotta pay for a bigger Dropbox folder. We're using all this data, all this text. <laughs> I think they, max, they probably max himself out on the uh, the sales for Google Sheets by now. And, and like, like upgrade iCloud. Yeah, we need to pay three dollars a month just for fifty gigs. <laughs> God damn it, Alex! Um, but yeah, that's really it. So what kind of uh, switches are you looking forward to? So, or I guess also what switches are you currently using the most of right now? Alex? So currently I am using Holy Pandas the most next to Gatoron Black Inks. Uh, I think the inks okay. are probably one of my, I guess, more preferred linear switch. While I really, really, really like Holy Pandas, I think they sound phenomenal. If you guys want a little type test, you guys want a little type test right now? Let's do a little yeah, type test. A little, yeah, quick, little quickie. If you guys know what Flex I mean. that microphone. Flex the microphone. Beautiful. I can hear that right index finger Beautiful. clearly. Beautiful. All right, Bent, I need you to I need you to sample that and make us another. Bent, do it. Do it. Another hit. Need more words of Emperor Palpatine. Do it. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm I'm using. Well, no, I think I know I'm using those. They're not imaginary. And then um, <laughs> I think going forward, what I'm looking forward to is the tangerines. I can't wait to actually try those and the marshmallow mm -hmm. switches. Mmm, mm. bad marshmallows. Who makes marshmallow switches? Tiktok. Okay. <laughs> I, their their are, name is kind of a mouthful for whatever reason. That's like Mike Tyson trying to say that. Uh, trying to say take. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what uh? What are the marshmallows? What kind of switches are they? I don't remember off the top of my head what kind of actuation force they are. Let me look it up quick. Okay. While you're doing that, I know in the past you've also had a like a lot of praise for T1 switches. Um. Correct? Okay. I like them. To okay. Let me let me talk a little bit about my T1 experience. Uh -oh. I liked them when I started, and then I used them for a few days, and I was like. Hmm, this sound profile just ain't me. 
So I was like, all right, Tom, to get them out of here, coach. So I took them out of my keyboard and then I actually put Holy Pandas back in. I was like, hmm, this sound profile is more me, coach. Um, hmm. And then I recently put them in the Tokyo Rebuild, which was streamed, uh, I think, last week, something something like last week. So we, we re, mm-hmm. uh, rebuilt our Tokyo 60, which is an integrated plate, which I wasn't expecting, you know, the greatest sound from. And we put some some uh, Zalos, as the stream called it, which are Zeal housings plus Halo clear stems. Those sounded great. Oh. And I put those on the alphas. And on the modifiers, I put T1s. And I think everyone in stream was even at the conclusion that, eh, you know, it's nothing special. I, I think they feel good. Um, the sound profile just isn't me. And I think I'm more of a sound profile guy. I like sounds. Okay. Okay. Very cool. And also something we were talking about earlier, I wanted to get either one of your opinions on them, the cream switches from Novel Keys. What What do you think about <laughs> the those? TV Obviously, switches. you were saying earlier, the TV switch. yeah, Same they've thing. gained some hype <laughs> recently. Uh, and from what I've seen, they've sold out a lot of places. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. I think Novel Keys actually just restocked. Uh, Keep it slow stock. Uh, Oramec literally, I think, ordered restock as well. So I think everyone just restocked. But there was like a huge fluctuation of like, Oramec sold all of his like in one night. Novel Key sold out within like five minutes. Uh, KBD fans, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they sold out, but I know I know they were probably they probably have a ton in stock. Um, Do you think those switches deserve the hype? Or uh... I mean, I've been saying this from like day one since I got to try cream switches. I've been enjoy I enjoyed them, and everyone's like, no, they're not that great of a switch. Like my in my little community, everyone's like, no, you know, they're just better linears. Um, obviously, they don't sound like that. I'm just being, you know. I'm, I'm just joking around. They don't sound like, I love, <laughs> I love it guys. up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> I think the other thing too was everyone always thought they're a bit scratchy to start off, which they totally are. Even with I've heard that. Yeah, even with some loop. But I think the fun part about that is once you work those switches in, they sound really good. Like you I gotta really work like them in. Profile. Just gotta work them in, baby. That's it, baby. I've heard some interesting things about the material, like the housing it's is palm. made of. Correct. So P O M. I'm not sure how exactly you would pronounce that, but P O M material, which is like a in quotation self-lubricating plastic of some sort i don't know all the details okay. about that particular material how can i put this it's supposed to be slippery in quotations would it be the friction maybe caused just from the switch being used is what helps get rid of that scratchiness maybe well kind of like it's it, i think once you work the, that material in because it is also a little bit more brittle that material uh, one thing that, okay. to note is as well as the stem is palm and then the housing is palm and I noticed when you actually rub two palm pieces together, you get like a leathery feeling. Like if you're rubbing, like huh. for example, if you have a tripod, I don't know, at home has like a tripod and you grip it and then you twist your hand on it slowly, you'll notice that kind of stutters. Like you'll hear like a, because your hand's like gripping on to the metal of the tripod. And then if you do it faster, it eliminates some of that friction. So it's kind of the same thing what's happening. Teja is actually a really good video about that. And then I was so curious because I'm like five years old that I tried it myself with my tripods. It's like, oh yeah, this makes sense. This is exactly how a Novel Keys Cream Switch sounds like. <laughs> uh, but definitely t- go check out Teha's video about Novel Keys Creams. I think he reviewed it like a year and a bit-ish ago. Uh, but he makes the most sense when he's talking about how how they feel and sound. Uh, more so feel. But I-, I think they're honestly a great switch. I really enjoyed typing on them. I'm actually going to be putting them into a Think 6.5 here in the next week or two. Oh, that's fun. So, hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited again. I've never had anything bad uh, to say about them, though. I've, I've always really liked them. They're a good switch. Just once they're broken in, I yeah, guess? Yeah, once you uh, break them in, I think they're 
even better, but I think even to start, they're fantastic. I don't mind a little bit of that scratchiness because in real like, in real life, I'm not sitting there with my ear next to my keyboard going, yeah, that's scratchy. Like, I'm, not do- I'm personally not doing that. <laughs> I really liked that voice. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's transition into buying things secondhand off the mech market. This is a topic we wanted to kind of talk about because I think all three of us have experience doing this, uh, whether it be buying or trading off mech market. I know we've brought up mech market in the past, and I believe in our first episode, but we didn't go too into detail about getting things secondhand, like what you should be looking for and what you should be avoiding. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a lot of stuff to know about buying things secondhand. So, for example, on Mac Market, you'd list something, you have a timestamp with your username, and there's a date. Um, now, that's just like one layer of like, okay, so this is a username looks like they actually own this product, uh, which is great. It's just like authentic. Kind of, kind of, yeah, you're like uh, verifying that you own this in, in a way. Um, the next thing you want to obviously pay attention, and I think there's a lot of different steps that I now take. So I buy a lot of, of uh, secondhand websites like Mech Market, well, Reddit, subreddit, um, Mech Market, and I buy things off some of the discords as well. The other thing is I kind of just have like a conversation with them, kind of feel it out. Uh, with Mech Market, they actually have like a confirmed trades underneath the post That's usually. So you can, yes, you can definitely see if other people have bought from those people as well. Um, I think I was very nervous at first to do it. I think the very first thing I bought off Mech Market was some lube Telios, like way back when. Because I was like, I I'm so nervous to lube things. I don't want to lube things myself. I'm going to mess up lubing. Um, that's three cells in that in that spreadsheet now. By the way, three lube <laughs> mentions there. But uh, I was so nervous, and then I ended up buying them, and I got him to verify it and all that kind of stuff. And we had like a little conversation. The next thing I ended up buying was the rama m60-a and at the time i was so nervous to buy this because it was like a big purchase it's like 550 us dollars that that is a big purchase and i didn't know who anyone in the community was at the time and i just so happened to be buying it from mr keebs so yeah so like he was super super nice about things talked me through it He, he offered me like hey if you need something extra like let me know if you need help with it let me know like i can definitely help you with that he actually even threw in some halo clears at the time too, which was really cool of him. And then he explained to me, like I, I didn't even know how to hot swap PCB worked at the time. Like I had just done soldering. Like that was my first hot swap. And uh, I was like, uh, do I, you know, do I yank these things out? He was super, super nice. So I think, you know, kind of getting to know someone definitely helps. Some things to avoid are people who refuse to give you extra photos. So I've had someone in my Discord uh tell me about a time well, a keycap they bought recently, who the person which is very like, you know, quick out of the door, like here's your keycap type thing. And their keycap came in damaged on one side. But it was like very well packed as well. So you you know that it was probably pre-damaged and the guy just wanted to get it out of his hands. I mm. think even someone per- like, you know, wasn't careful about it in my Discord too and recently bought a Gengar. Uh, and there happened to be like a scuff on the back as well. I think that was secondhand, a pretty positive. Um, so you definitely always want to ask for more photos. If you're hesitant, even if you're not hesitant, just ask for more photos. Like if the person really wants to sell it to you, they'll, they'll take some more. And you, I think as a seller, you should probably take a few angles as well. Not just one, especially for some of the more expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but another really important way to protect yourself, I'm sure Reagan and Chase can attest to this. Um, when people are asking you for money and they say, just send it to me as a friend. I don't want to be charged a 3%. Don't do it. Just ask for the invoice. 
get the invoice off <laughs> PayPal because you get an extra layer of protection off PayPal at the very least. Or just be like, you know, I'll cover the 3%. Yeah. It's a lot less than 100% loss. Exactly. Just do that. Yeah. But I would never, unless you know the guy, like, actually, I, don't, I think even me and Reagan, I, I recently just bought my microphone. I think he, I, I still invoiced him. He's, he, I never gave him a timestamp, though, so he doesn't even know what's in the box. For, so there's that. I Yeah, no, and I did the invoice thing for tax reasons, though. Because if there's an invoice, then, you know, it could be considered content creation or like a write-off. That's that's specifically the only reason. But um, trust me, <laughs> I guess we should. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't trust you at all. You're honestly, <laughs> you know, not very trustful, <laughs> trustworthy. But uh, no. So, the, yeah, and the difference between the two, because some people just don't know, because it just seems like, a, oh, by the way, just, you know, hit this setting when you're sending me the money. The difference is, is if you send it to friends and family, it's just recently started prompting you saying like, are you sure this is someone you trust? Because you don't, I, I believe you don't have the option to do any sort of dispute nope, or case if you're sending it to friends and family. Um, whereas the business thing, they do charge the fee, but it, it is like you're paying for that middleman service and basically to take it to like a PayPal court where you can, you know, yeah. contend your, your, uh, your purchase there. Yeah. The invoices protect the buyer and the Correct. seller. Yeah. Worth it all day long. Which I think is important because you guys never know, right? Um, some good questions to ask too, especially when you're buying boards, ask if the PCB is working, if a PCB is in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got me. Like uh, some people don't even mention that and, <laughs> It could be that one odd guy's like, eh, well, you know, the Q key's been acting kind of funky lately. Maybe they won't ask, but I think you should definitely ask, is the PCB working? Can you confirm? Like, you don't have to go out and ask them, can you confirm every key and record it to me on like Switch Hitter or something? You know, definitely if it's an expensive board, I probably would do that 110%. But um, no, I, I think it's important to ask questions, like especially polycarbonate cases. Um, you know, ask for photos in different lights. Make sure there's no scratches in them. Be, if, if again, if you're selling it, be honest with them. Be honest with the person. Uh, but I think that's that's it. Mm -hmm. Trades, Reagan. Do you want to talk about trading? What to look at when you're just doing straight trades and there's no PayPal invoice to protect you? Uh, trades, yeah. If you're doing trades, I've only ever executed them with people that I like absolutely trust. Um, never to like random people. I've done it once with. A stranger who ended up being a really nice guy would i do it again i think trades i'm the most weary of because if, if that gets lost in the mail and it happens mm -hmm. to not even be that person's fault then the whole thing just kind of sits sideways so i think trades are the one thing that yeah i'd say try local if you can or just be very careful with and always ask for like a track shipment i see there's a lot of trades on there especially for artisans i know that's a a pretty common thing to trade artists. Yeah, because there's colorways people want and all that kind of good stuff. But no, I think that's it. Like, you just want to protect yourself. It's like basically wearing a condom for mech market. Just follow these tips. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you won't get you won't get hurt. <laughs> Nothing bad will happen to you, I promise. <laughs> uh, well, I can't promise that. But, you know, just you'll be safer. It's 99.99% effective. Yeah, Alex Odo's promise. And then... Um, I think I think that's really it though. Like I think that's that's one big thing. I, I know with me, some of my experiences past even the Rama the Rama board were what else have I bought? And more I bought more switches that at the time I couldn't buy. I had to buy uh, yoke housings from someone just because they weren't available in the color that I wanted. And then I ended up making the holy mm. trash pandas. Then I actually bought some more holy trash pandas for someone for someone else. Uh, and then I shipped them to them as a gift. 
Um, I've bought some keycap sets. Ooh, with keycap sets, especially ABS plastic ones. And if they're not taking a good angle of that, ask if there's shine on the keycaps. That's from the oils on their fingers. Mm-hmm. PBT won't happen as much because PBT takes yes. a while to shine. ABS. But ABS, oof, I've seen some oily caps. <laughs> Speaking of, I know that something people have had listed before for artisans specifically, some people will ask if they've been mounted. Yeah, so I guess that depends on the person. I think that's more of a collector's thing. Uh, I think that's also a great way to kind of okay. make sure the cap is new. Again, you're taking someone's word there. So I think. I think I'm not too positive. What a lot of people ask when they're being mounted is just if the stem has been stretched over um, the stem of the switch. Uh, so the stem of the keycap on the stem of the switch there. So the butt contacts that um, there could be potential for cracks in the stem. If someone doesn't mount it correctly, there could be, you know, already damage to that. Um, I think if people want, you know, like a pure, like this keycap has never been mounted type thing before. Um, people will want something unmounted. Because I think my bongo that I recently picked up was unmounted when I bought that second hand. But I ended up mounting it because I wanted to put it on my board. So I think that's yeah. valid. I think it's valid to collectors. And I think it's valid for anyone who kind of wants like a purist product in that case. But again, it's, it's word of mouth there because I don't know if there's like a good way with a photo to tell if it's been mounted. So now that we've talked a little bit about back market and everything, Let's kind of just talk about some fun stuff we've been up to or some things we're excited for here in the near future. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and start, Reagan. Um, I'm going to directly quote Teha here and say that, uh, well, for one, I am making some stuff for Tifu, which is pretty cool. Um, I noticed that he followed me sometime last year. Like, this is literally what Teja said. I noticed that he followed me sometime. <laughs> and so I reached out to him and I was like, yo, I see you have a custom. <laughs> Do you want something cooler? I think Teja was like, yeah, you want something more luxurious. But it is true. I was like, man, he goes, I don't even use my uh, my customs right now. And so I was like, dude, customs are where it's at. You need to get rid of that Logitech or whatever. Nothing wrong with Logitech, but come on, man, customs. And he's like, true, true. And uh, so I like to take full responsibility for uh, the Teha commission. Just, makes just sense, kidding. Makes sense. Please don't <laughs> rip this audio. But I'm just saying I was talking to him and I told him he should use a custom. And then a month later or so, Teha made him a custom. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, we're actually doing I'm doing my first ever live stream on Twitch here. Let's see. We're recording this on a Tuesday. So it will be either Friday or Saturday, depending on my schedule. So that'll be the 24th or 25th of January. Got some cool stuff coming in. All credit to Alex Soto's for uh, some equipment, some stream settings. He's been helping me with my my lack of knowledge on on all this camera stuff. So super excited. It's probably going to go terrible, but that's okay because I don't care. I've got some (laughs) some fun fun content ideas, you know, and hopefully, you know, streaming goes good. It'll be a regular thing. And uh, yeah. Yeah, probably have, you know, some features every week on that, like Chase or Alex and whoever else wants to kind of take part in that. Should be pretty fun. In the night with some 3v3 gunfight or something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely going to do some Call of Duty (laughs) at some point. Letting you guys real quick know that um, if anyone's into ASMR, let me know. um, Because I might have to guest on Reagan's stream as uh, Cheese Roll ASMR 2.0. Just letting you know. 
we are absolutely going to be doing some ASMR cable building. Um, we're going to be comparing <laughs> the decibel level and kind of crunches of different chips. Ooh, that'd um, be good. <laughs> I'm probably going to drink out of several different straws, uh, you know, various diameters. Alex will soon be opening his uh, fans only late night uh, keyboard ASMR. Uh, that is called an OnlyFans, and it is confirmed. Five dollars a month. If you guys want keyboard ASMR porn, <laughs> five dollars. It's a keyboard OnlyFans. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ironic. Like ironic. modeling with it covering your junk. That'd be. Can you imagine just doing that. I mean, people pay Can for you that. Imagine. Uh, too far. <laughs> too I should just far. open one just for fun to see how many people would actually subscribe that and just like make consistent keyboard ASMR content for that. Make it sexy. Make it hot. Hey, pretty good. You're like, I'm finally featured on The Verge, and it's for all the wrong reasons. It's like have some really distraught. have some really smooth jazz playing, and just like <laughs> click the keys to the rhythm of Never it. We're gonna give you up. <laughs> <laughs> if I went on a stream and it is Alex sitting there in all his glory with a keyboard only, and I get rickrolled, or, all I'm saying is I'm or I'm careless. Out. What if what if careless whisper starts playing, and I just seductively stroke the keys? Mm, I mean, yeah, whispers, baby. You probably have the demographics for that, but you like the Rickroll better, huh? <laughs> I mean, okay. I hate okay. it less. That's all I need to hear. Brigan, I think I saw some teaser pictures you put out for what that Tfue cable may end up looking like, and I just want to say that TechFlex plus that pair cable looks fantastic. Ooh, are you talking about the one that was disassembled and not? together yes. okay so that is actually really cool yeah we came up i just purchased oh my gosh like thousands of feet of of uh like i think 10 new tech flex colors i think i got like 10 or fifteen thousand feet of all these new colors and we're super hyped because it's going to be on the website soon we're doing colored aviators soon in the next 30 days or so i was about to say you need to i was gonna ask you about that i know you've been talking about like, I have, but, colored aviators. you know, I'm like also excited to say, I'm not excited because it is like a sad time at the same time, but it is my last three days at my, my job. So, you know, by the weekend, mm-hmm. by the time it's out, it'll probably be, I'll have way more time Monday through Friday to get stuff done. Like, you know, outsourcing that and getting, you know, the colored aviators and, and shit like that going on. So yeah. I'm hyped. We can record this podcast at a decent time. Yeah, record <laughs> it when it's not. Uh, Wait, that means I'll actually get more than four hours <laughs> yeah. of sleep before I have to go to work? Crazy. No. Yes, sir. This, this is all about to change. <laughs> I'm here, Captain. We can start doing this at like noon. Please help me. Um, <laughs> no, ASMR is the wrong time, wrong stream. Um, <laughs> is that all, Reagan? Is that all like. Oh, yeah. No, really so back to the, the TechFlex. That was a brand new TechFlex that we've never posted before. And I mean, it doesn't like ideally match with the uh, Keycult board that Tejad built him. But what I think it does is, I mean, just from like briefly looking at the picture of the board that Nathan built for him, I think that it will contrast as some secondary colors pretty well. Because mm-hmm. it's what I describe that cable as is kind of like a muted version of laser because instead of the blue flex it's using like a teal or some other shade of blue flex and then we're using Mm -hmm. this never released um lavender heat shrink i accidentally got a hold of so Mm -hmm. i think it's going to come together really well and be like laser's little cousin it's almost like a it's almost like a miami laser yeah dude it's something i I like the look of it and i'm excited to see what it's going to look like coiled and um so 
I'll probably do maybe like three or four cables for him on stream. I've got a couple other surprises. I think I'm sending him like probably like six or something. Um, okay. But two of them are already done. So maybe some of those will be mm -hmm. surprises. Some weird one of ones I'm sending him is all I'll say. Some, mm. some weird ones. Mm. Very cool. I'm excited to see that. He's going to be annoyed with how much he gets. Is he going to get a space cables box? He's about. He's gonna get like six of them. Dude. I still have yet to get that. guys. Just for the record, I have not gotten one yet, but I did get a sticker. I'm sending you two boxes here in the next ten days, so you'll have two. Can you put the box within a box. Two, dude. I'm gonna send you that box. Like my name's Roddy Rich. Oh. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally make like one of those little sound. You know those like old sound cards people used to get for Christmas. You should just make it when you open a space cables box. It just goes eater. <laughs> I'll put the stick in the box. That's the all. Cable in the box. All right, Alex. What things are you looking forward to? So I think there's a few things that I'm looking forward to right now. I think one of the things I I really want to get done is more content. I know I had to take a little break from the artisan keycap showcase because I I literally ran out of artisan keycaps and. I just didn't want to do like one more and do like a half-assed one of something that I already kind of covered, which were the Gengars and Dwarf Factory one, because I already did that pre-Artisan Keycap Showcase. But now I've I've collected a few more since. So as of the next week or two, I'm going to be recording uh, one one or two episodes and start releasing those again. But I have been consistent with you know putting at least one video out a week, uh, whether it be a sound test or something. But I've been streaming more, which has been a lot a lot more fun. A lot of very very cool support with that. We mentioned the commissions earlier, um, so I'm excited to start it with a few of those. I'm not going to go full force with that until I get a better I get a better handle on things, right? Um, but I'm I'm excited to build a lot more on stream. I think we're going to be doing like one video game night a week on stream too, plus the usual Photoshop streams, all that kind of good stuff. But I'm very excited. It's going to be a lot more content coming from me. I want to get my hands in on helping more people get designs done too. Uh, so, for example. You know, I helped Reagan with a lot of his stuff. Uh, I know I just helped Chandler with his little logo there for ATXKB, which is where the 512 mm -hmm. keyboard's from. Um, I'm hoping to do Frumps. I think he wanted some box designs too soon. And then there's a few other projects I want to get done for design as well. Because that's kind of where my other passion is, other than just photography and keyboards, is I like designing things. I'm not the best at it, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like brand design, product design, website design, stuff like that. And, uh, I kind of like make. I kind of like working with someone to kind of make their own little brand design, which I kind. I you know I understand the values and aspects to all that kind of stuff and like the how tos. But yeah. I, I'm I'm creative in photography for whatever reason. I used to be so much more creative in design, and I kind of lost that. So I'm starting to rediscover it again, which has been fun. That's a lot of fun. But what about you, Chase? Um. Well. I am cutting myself off of mech market. Part of the reason I want to get this discussion out of the way is so that I would stop thinking about it for a bit. Uh, I have, I'm now waiting on my, so I'm still waiting on my tofu to come in uh, that is already assembled um, with getter on blacks that are lubed, waiting for that to come in, the acrylic tofu. Bad. And now I'm waiting on a GMMK compact to come in. Ooh, is that uh, micro? Hot swappable. Uh, it is. 
um, hot swappable, 60% board. And that one's coming to me. That's something I bought off of Mech Market as well. That one's coming to me with lubed Zelios uh, V2s in it already. So, oh, and then I also, for the sake of just buying switches, even though I know that a lot of people in the community don't like them, I bought a bunch of unholy pandas because they're so damn cheap. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to try. I think you're gonna. Have fun I just with bought them to mess around with them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, when I say cheap, I mean like, you know, like thirty cents a piece. Like, cheap, cheap. you can get them really cheap. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then I like last week I bought my brother an artisan cap off Mech Market. I've bought a couple or one or two artisan caps off of Mech Market. Like, I need to. I need to stay off of Mech Market. It's Oh, the, it's, things, it's, the problem is when a deal rolls by, when something rolls by, you're like, ooh, that's a pretty good relatable. deal. And you want to grab it quick before somebody else does. Because you know, you know like, I, I've seen, like, my, my God, Holy Pandas, if they come up on Mech Market, they sell within, like, five minutes most of the time, especially if it's a good deal. Uh, There's a few things. Even some sets in particular sell within, like, minutes. Mm-hmm. I know Bento, when that gets posted, and if people go brand new, sealed in the box. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, buddy, I got $500 waiting for you in my bank account. Yep. And with artisans, I've seen, you know, if a Kipora shows up for under 80 bucks, you know, it's gone within minutes. Uh, that's gone within so, fractions of a second sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I, I need to stay off there. You know, <laughs> you know, get the word actually goes really quickly too is the Think 6.5 in uh, polycarbonate with uh, hot swap. Not the that's what I've seen people asking for. One. That's like... Mm-hmm. I know I was kind of looking for one. It was either that or the black one. I managed to snag the black one, but and I didn't get off mech market. I actually got it through another venue, but oh my goodness, those things sell within like, you know, people will be willing to drop 550 bucks within like fractions of a minute sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always the guys that are, that's, that are selling like five or six different boards at once that always have like a, they always have that one that's in there. That's like, Ooh, that's a, that's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me, oh, no. give me. Yeah, for mech real. Right especially. Now. Oh God, don't get me to do it. I'll end up dropping money. That's it. That ain't me, coach. Especially those macro pads people have been selling and stuff like that. Alex has done an awful thing and got me. Like I just think macro pads look so aesthetically pleasing. They're just so simple. They're fun to have on your desk. They're fun to have. See, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't need to be buying them. <laughs> That's what I tell myself every week, and then my bank account's like. I guess you're buying more stuff. Peeps his bank account be like, that's only half my bank account. Some people, they curl up, you know, they'll watch the notebook, give themselves a good cry. I'll just load up my phone and, you know, check my bank account and then give myself a good cry there. But I'll do sometimes if I ever just want to be emotional. But then the next day you go check the mail and you've got a huge smile on your face. So it's all worth it. No, I live in Canada. So I checked the mail in the next few weeks after sitting at the border for, you know, for a week and a half. Reagan and I will get you down here to Texas eventually. Your yeah. mail system seems we need to get efficient. him to KeyCon this year. KeyCon? When's KeyCon and where is KeyCon? I think KeyCon? it's June 13th in Denver. I could be mistaken the exact day. June 13th. We got a couple like months. We already looked at the prices of the flight, right? Um, Reagan and I, and holy crap, from Toronto. Hold today. up. I found tickets for like 60 bucks to uh, over there. From Toronto to, to Denver? 
Uh, no, that'd be from Texas to Denver, but uh, oh, okay, okay. probably like well, you know, we were 80. talking about from Toronto to Denver. Probably like eighty for Toronto. Eighty dollars? It was like eight hundred. Swear to God. Okay, well that's like two builds. Just don't buy two keyboards over the next five months, and then you know go to go to Keycon. So you and, said that's an addiction. I need to scratch. Huh? This June what? I don't remember the exact date. I think it's like the. Th- 15th, okay. 16th, 17th, or it's like 13th, 14th, or 15th, somewhere around there. Something like that. So that's like that's like 20 plus weeks away. We're talking about five months, 20 something episodes into Keebcast here. But you know what? I'll save a, I'll save a few bucks a week. We'll see how I feel. There you, go. you should you compound like five percent of your pay from now until then, and I guarantee you. <laughs> Reagan, I'm telling you, you come up here to DFW, and we'll road trip from DFW to Denver. Yeah, that's how we spend. More in gas money than the sixty dollars plane ticket yeah. I just found. Hey, I mean it's like a it's like a the bonding 12, experience. Okay, it's like a twelve hour drive. Yeah, no, for sure that would be cool, man. I've done that drive a couple of times now, probably yeah. like four times. Hey, it's just gonna warn you, man. You're gonna have to hear cheese roll ASMR for half the car ride. Oh, That's all I'm gonna do, dude. I'm just gonna eat funny and <laughs> breathe on you. You know those TikToks where it's like a, the the kidnapper and the guy in the back. It's gonna be Reagan. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Doing TikToks in the backseat. Doing Renegade in the backseat. I swear, if I were road tripping with just Reagan and he wanted to sit in the backseat, I probably... That, You'd oh be like, seems sus, rearview mirror goes on me. <laughs> seems sus. <laughs> renegade, renegade. You're like, yeah, he just practiced TikTok dances. He wasn't even good at them. <laughs> and he just keeps doing it. Are there any other... <laughs> are there any other meetups coming up soon that sound I know. interesting? Not that you know of? No, but I just got a notification saying that my Think 6.5 just arrived in the North Houston, Texas distribution center. So I'm excited. That's two right, hours. Again, let's go jack it. Yeah, let's go, let's go jack that. <laughs> well, you pull up to the left of the truck. I'll pull up to the right of it. We'll just like do some fast and furious shit, like grapple onto the top of it. <laughs> I would oh, I like to, I'd like to, now. I would like to point out that last night, Rig, or not Rig, Alex was telling me that he wanted to, uh, Put together a plan to go Jack Tifu's new keyboard. You weren't supposed and to I, people about that. And I and I told him there's no way I'm doing that because that man probably has a gun. And then today, on Tifu's story, he posted on Instagram. He posted a, a picture of him at a shooting range with a pistol. Okay, all I'm saying. I, like, I told you. I go into Tifu's house. That man is pulling 90s on me, head glitching, and shooting me with a scar in real life. Okay, I am not I t- about to break into that man's house. I told Alex he's gonna jump off a bridge, three sixty no scope me, <laughs> dude, and then be like clip it. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's all uh, without getting too much into detail. I think uh, I think there's gonna be some big stuff happening for for all of us coming up soon. So I'm, I'm happy. Good job, boys, and uh, to anyone who is still on the stream listening or stream podcast, whatever this is, um, this conversation, this conversation, whoever's still with us and hasn't uh, fallen asleep. Um, a lot of cool stuff happening. Make sure to follow Space Cables in his new Discord, which has been blowing up. Some really cool people oh, yeah. inside there. SpaceCables.net slash Discord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go follow his new Twitch. Yes, you can go follow his new Twitch as well. I don't know what he called himself on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Space Cables. There you go. He got the name. Sure. Uh, and then we got my Discord you guys can come into. More for beginners, newbies. Um, one little shout out. I did one. Can I do a shout out, Chase? Is that cool? Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I know Apiary is still really popular right now, but 
She's so, so, so cool and such a fun stream to watch. So go check out Apiary Keyboards on uh, on Twitch TV. She's really fun to watch, guys. How do you spell Apiary? Great question. A-P-I-A-R-Y. Okay. That's just phonetically. I'm not confirming that. I don't know. No, I just looked it up. I have it on my my screen right now. But, um, yeah, that's really it. All right. Reagan, did you want to do your weekly uh, shout-out to uh waffle boy is that what you call him <laughs> i'll let him i'll uh, i'll ease off of him for this week okay okay that was enough then all right well thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast uh that'll be it i guess later later thank you guys so much for listening to the third episode of Keepcast. if you have any questions for us please don't hesitate to hit us up at Keepcast on twitter or instagram or any of our individual social medias as well I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys enjoy this little cut that we have at the end here um, from our man, Reagan. But it's definitely hey guys, pause, pause, to... pause, pause real quick. Yeah. Um, I just, I just yelled at my cat and I thought I muted my mic. Was that on stream? No, no. no okay, good. Like, cause like all of a sudden my <laughs> mic wasn't muted and I was like, no, God and if it, it was, if it was, you're okay because I get three okay, different okay, okay, audio okay. recordings, so I can just completely... My bad, because I was like, oh my god, Alex was literally in the middle of a spiel, and I was like, no, god damn it, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> and then all of a no, sudden my fine. mic was unmuted, and I was like, wait, shit, did I even mute it? Okay, sorry. <laughs>